0: Live from downtown Boogertown, it's Three Hillbillies on a Couch with your hosts, Boo Boo, Biggins, and Buford, three of the hillbillies in the holler. Y'all pull up a chair and set a spell. And welcome back to glorious downtown Boogertown. I'm Buford. I'm Boo Boo. And I'm Gator. And you are back for another episode of Three Hillbillies on a Couch. Today we got two hillbillies on the couch and one on the phone. Our buddy Gator. How you doing today, Gator?
1: Oh, I can't complain. There's not nearly enough time.
0: And who would listen? <laughs> never
1: got anything done, that's for sure. <laughs>
0: no, the complaining. Well, Gator is going to be joining us now, or has started joining us already, on the Redneck Comedy Bus Tours as one of our new tour guides. And i am tell you what. This guy right here has been doing entertainment for a long time in a lot of really interesting ways. Now, the first time we met was when you moved to town to play the sheriff at the uh, Hatfield-McCoy dinner show.
1: Well, I got roped into that. I I came down for Hatfield and McCoy, uh, but I was supposed to just open their pool uh, because I had a lot of experience with water shows and stuff like that. And then uh their $3 million pool broke about two weeks into my contract. And uh, next thing I know, I, I had a cowboy hat and a, hat and a vest on, and I was, I was playing the sheriff. It was, it was kind of a wild ride.
0: Well, you did a great job.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. I, uh, I, if I'm honest, I was more nervous about that role than I think most of the things i've ever done like i i put a lot into it and i'm uh people seemed to like it and i was happy
0: well as the guy who created the character i think he did a great job uh, <laughs> I, was I was one of the people who wrote that show and um and that character was a creation of mine and and i think you stepped into it with incredible oh, grace he stepped into it all right <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lord, yes, you I know <laughs> yeah and well, that, that stage, you're talking about that stage, it put $3 million in. It lowers how many feet down?
1: Uh, so the pool itself, it was 22 feet deep.
0: So it's, it's it. stage level, but then the hydraulics would lower it into the water down to where it's 15 feet deep pool. Right. 15 foot deep pool, yeah. And then you would jump in it face first. Uh, or on fire <laughs> well, they did they did come up with that one bit where that finally where the sheriff was just standing on the stage and the stage started lowering and all of a sudden the water was filling up around him and he'd go under and never come back up yep, yep. that scared a lot of people yes it did, <laughs> did mainly close operate? family members And
1: <laughs> now I could be wrong about I could be telling tales out of school, but I believe they weren't planning on bringing me back into the end of the scene as as quickly as they did. And they actually moved it up because it was scaring kids like the sheriff just disappeared and wasn't heard from again for, you know. 20 25 minutes and uh, they actually rewrote it so that i'd pop back up at the end of the uh, pool scene so that everybody knew that i was in fact okay this
0: was after he'd already had his backside set on fire yeah they worried about you roasting to death but no don't, been don't, in don't drown out- don't please don't drown been in an outhouse <laughs> that blowed up <laughs> shot him through the ceiling and my favorite thing. Was it Friday? Is the Friday show that you always lost the will to live where you'd land on your belly? What was that? <laughs> so,
1: so I, got, uh, I, I got into the show. I was playing the sheriff for just about a year before they opened the pool and actually brought divers in. And I came to town to be a diver. That's where most of my background came from. And I was so excited to get in it uh, that I, I basically had to bribe my way into not playing the sheriff. And be one of the divers and I, I told the stage manager i was like look if you put me in the dive set i will do a belly flop every show that you let me dive in and uh it ended up at, at the beginning i was just in on a friday nights and i for my big finale dive i just do this 15 foot belly smacker and whew, it hurt but it was worth
0: it I, I know one time I came backstage and you just looked like you were stunned. I looked at you and you was red as red could be, like you'd been under a sun lamp. And I said, I looked at you, and I was, you look like a lobster. I'm like, are you, you okay? And all you said was, I kept my word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't want to let the people down. Got to give the people what they want. <laughs> Oh, that's, yeah, it, it it became a point that every Friday that people would would sprint out of the back and go to the back of the building. They got to see this because all, all, all the staff, all the staff, people would come out of offices, the box office, gift shop, everywhere would just flood that hall to get down there and watch you do this.
1: Yeah, I, well, I saw one of the uh, one of the kitchen guys, one of the cooks actually. He came out about a. Maybe two weeks after I started doing this, because he had heard that I was going to do a belly flop, and I think he was—he was just like, "Yeah, okay, he's going to do a belly flop," and he thought I was just going to baby it. But I was out there taking four or five bounces, getting as high as I could, and man, you could hear the crack in the back of the theater. And he came out and went, "Well, I heard you were going to do a belly flop. I didn't know you were going to do the last belly flop." <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you're coming out of the rafters. You're way up there. I mean, it's like you don't see, and all of a sudden, it's like a comet coming out of. St- wow! <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, yeah, it reminds me. I heard uh, the other day that we're talking about uh, <clears throat> Harry Cone, the guy that ran Columbia Pictures back during the Three Stooges days, was apparently like a real horrible person, and everybody hated his guts. And when he died, there was a thousand more people at his funeral. And Red Skelton said, well, that just proves you give the people what they want, they'll turn up. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> There's no Just like show business. <laughs> let's, let's go watch Gator turn his face red. Whack! Now, oh, you've know, you been shaving I may, with Nair again. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know where this, this train
1: was heading, but I have to derail for just a second. Um So I I finally got in. They let me dive one day a week, and I I tried my best to put on a good show. Uh, Well, the diving shows that I used to do, there's this move called a watermelon, and it's basically just an upside-down cannonball. But the way you hit, it sends up this big splash. Well, I had told uh, our GM at the time, I told him, I was like, I kind of want to get the crowd a little wet. We got this pool. And he goes, how wet can you get them? I went, you, you should watch this show. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: Challenge here's accepted. The, here's the
1: thing. So I, I did uh, high diving shows for like 12 years. I, I knew what I was doing. What I forgot to do was one, the band. And I didn't get a single drop of water on them, but I send this watermelon up, so this upside-down, head-first cannonball to the front of the stage, and I put it six inches off the edge of the pool and scared the daylights out of everybody playing an instrument to the point where I came up and where there should have been music, I had eight musicians just staring at me because they thought I just died. So I just,
0: bombs away! And everybody went, It was the funniest thing, I think, about the whole thing, and I also got like 40 people soaking wet. (laughs) So the banjo picker's like, not again. (laughs) I I can't even imagine that. You're coming up expecting to hear, you know, ding, 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 and all you got is eight slack-jawed musicians holding their instruments looking at you like, are you alive, Gator? Uh, yeah, they, they had a moment of silence for me, for sure. Well, they one of ours. Oh, God. Luke. Breathtaking. I'm glad nobody had chicken on their table when they got doused at that pool water. <laughs> hey, Gator, have you always been like that ever since you was little, just not, not afraid of anything?
1: Well, that, so I tell folks, and... Uh, people some people believe me some people don't uh, i'm actually super nervous about most of the things i do i'm just very uh i think the doctors call it uh, obsessive where i look at every little piece uh, of every little thing and uh if i can figure it out i'll usually go for it so you know i was a, I was a high diver for you know over a decade and everybody's like man what's it like not being afraid of heights i mean, i'm terrified of heights i just practiced really really hard wow um but it's it's always i started uh i started jumping off of stuff when i was about 10 and uh you know by the time i was 11 i know knew exactly how high i could go before it would start hurting <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's just kind of yeah i guess i've been like that my whole life
0: <laughs> that's hysterical That's the difference between me and him. He knows how high he can go before he starts hurting. I know how old I can get before I start. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I'm like a buddy of mine. He says, I don't like heights. He said, I don't even like being this tall. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Well, listen, we're gonna take a quick break for a word from our sponsor, BigfootSearchGear.com. Do you walk through the forest with an eye open for the unknown? Do you believe that Bigfoot is out there, somewhere? He may be hiding, but you don't have to. Let the world know you believe. Visit BigfootSearchGear.com for the largest collection of apparel and gifts for Bigfoot enthusiasts. Bigfoot t-shirts, hats, stickers, signs, and keychains, as well as Sasquatch hot sauce. It'll make you howl like a Yeti. Go to BigfootSearchGear.com and enter promo code HILLBILLIES at checkout for 10% off. Free shipping to anywhere in the U.S. on orders over $25. BigfootSearchGear.com And we're back! All right, well, we're talking with our buddy Gator from the Redneck Comedy Bus Tour. If you guys come to uh, the Pigeon Forge area and you want to have some fun, you're going to get on the bus with one of us. Could be me, Boo Boo, Biggins, or Gator. Don't know who you're going to get. 'Cause it varies from day to day, but <clears throat> Gator the one that sets himself on fire and jumps in the little pigeon river will be Gator. That's right. Won't, won't be neither one of those old broke down old men. <laughs> I get the, that short straw every time, I swear. <laughs> now tell us about your uh the, the shows you did back in the old days where you got the twenty seven or twenty eight concussions, whatever it was. Oof. Uh, how so many was- how many concussions are you up to?
1: Uh, There are 27 that I remember. Oh my uh, uh, there, there, there's a couple more than that, but uh, 27 that have been documented for sure. Um, and uh, I've been told I'm going to sound a lot like Muhammad Ali the late years when I get a little bit older, but so far I'm hanging in there. Um, yeah, but he no, was great. Was, yes, he was. <laughs> Uh, and if I'm in that kind of company, I will take it,
0: but, uh, no, so those, those shows
1: I did, uh, for the first couple of years they were traveling and then I did a little bit more permanent, but I did high diving shows and, uh, all those shows we went anywhere. Usually the top dive was somewhere between 60 and 85 feet. Oh my God. and and the deepest pool that I've ever done a show in was actually at Hatfield-McCoy, which was about 15 feet. Most of the shows I did were 10 feet or less of water. And that, that it gets a little hairy. Um,
0: so I you think, coming out of the sky from 80 feet and you're landing in 10 feet of water. Are you slapping against the bottom of that pool?
1: Uh, you try not to. <laughs>
0: But 27 it, it, times <laughs> I'll tell you One of those concuss-
1: concussions uh, I was doing a show for The State Fair Of West Virginia I think this was 2006 Maybe 7 And in our contracts With the uh, the fair Every contract for a show says We need a, a, a space to, to set up our show That is hard, flat, and level And they didn't hit Any one of those guidelines and we ended up with our pool sitting at like a twenty degree angle, and right where we landed should have been nine feet, and it ended up being just over six feet of water. Yeah. And now I'm five nine on a good day when I'm feeling proud. That was that was a quick stop, and I actually it was the second day of shows. I was doing a, a double backflip off the springboard about ten feet off the water. And I hit the water feet first and smashed the back of my head on the bottom of that pool. And uh, then I took a break. Uh, <laughs> I went and got myself a drink, collected myself, but uh, that one rung my bell pretty good.
0: That was the West yeah. Virginia West Virginia State Fair? Yes, sir. You've sung at that a time, I have too. performed there. Uh, more important than what you went through, did you ever go to their bathrooms? Uh, a couple times, actually. Did they ever put petitions in, or is it still just open?
1: No, okay. It, no, it is still open, and that is the weirdest
0: thing. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah, I usually just held it until I got to the hotel. It's awful. I don't need to go that bad. No, I'm talking about it's like four toll. It's just, and not even lit. It's like you're in jail or something. There's no walls, no petitions, no <laughs> definitely no doors in there. Then they got the trough, got the trough there, and, and you're standing there like, no, I don't think so.
1: yeah on second thought I will uh, I will make other arrangements (laughs)
0: I'll go stand in that 10 feet of water there and (laughs) change color (laughs) you you know if I try hard enough the pool will get deeper (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah I think it's funny I get asked a lot or at least I used to they go so you're working in the pool all day you guys pee in that pool I was like, well, you try to do it in a way that nobody notices if you got to go. And they go, well, has anybody ever noticed? I went, well, I worked with a guy and people noticed." They went, well, what do you mean? I was like, well, he was on the diving board when he did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was
0: observed. People will notice. We're going to take you off the side and give you a good talk to, sir. <laughs>
1: yeah. He wasn't with the company too terribly long. <laughs> oh,
0: man. That's That's a good
1: that is a true story. Now, where we were, that one was uh, Altoona, Pennsylvania, uh, the the. The fairgrounds that we were at were closed, but a lot of the people, like a lot of the traveling acts, and there were riots and stuff, and uh, I hate to use the word, but there there were some carnies uh stayed right on the fairgrounds, usually with their attraction, and it was middle of the night, and I'm not going to say his name, but he's
0: just up there just Digging? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something he'd do, yeah. Uh, he was just uh, answering a call from nature, and sure sure enough, like three, four people saw him, and we, we all uh, got sat down and talked to the next day. Unbelievable. That's, I mean, at least he didn't do it during the show. Y'all pardon me. Sounds like it was the show. <laughs> For those few people who were out on the midway that night. <laughs> you ain't going to believe what we saw that guy doing. So, what Of all those concussions and trips to the hospital and medical treatment, did you keep the same doctor?
1: No, I'm at a, well, okay.
0: I'm asking asking you this because you're up to, say, you're at 26 concussions. Is that when he told you you might want to stop (laughs) at any point?
1: uh, I tend to not mention how many that I've had when I go and meet a new doctor, but I, I... I've had some concerned citizens tell me that I might want to find a new
0: profession. Well, now, wait a minute. Don't you have like a punch card where the 28th one is free? No, or... <laughs> that's the 30th one. The is 30th it? one. The 30th one. If I get the 30, they send me a personalized helmet. <laughs> <laughs> and a stick to bite down on. it's <laughs> 30th concussion It's free. <laughs> He's one of the all-time greats. Come on. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah it's uh it's definitely it's been a crazy road and i'm glad that i'm not doing those high diving shows anymore but it was uh it was rough uh 27 concussions almost 40 broken bones uh i've had stitches put in both professionally and uh home jobs uh i've used super glue in a medical fashion it's it was it was a long rocky road
0: Wow. Superglue was made for medicine. It was called Dermabond. It was made yeah. for sealing sealing up uh, dentures. <laughs> no, cuts. Yeah. Oh. I've actually used it too.
1: Uh, you know, I've had a few doctors tell me that, that that's a, a bad idea. You shouldn't do that. But as far as I know, it's sterile. And I swear that I've got lighter scars from super
0: glue than you, I ever had will. for stitches or staples. Yeah, you will. No, that's what it was originally invented for. It was called Dermabond, but it's just cyanoacrylate glue. Now I walked in uh, one day. You were training some of those divers, and uh, it's something I'd never seen before. But this uh, this girl dri- diver, I, how was it? She she jumped into your arms, wrapped her arms around your neck and your waist, and you did like a backflip with her attached to you. I...
1: Well, that, you pretty much covered it there. Uh. <laughs> So I'd put my arms out. She ran into me. I'd catch her. We'd do a backflip. Uh, wow! No, that's that's an old, old. That's that's got to be one of the first uh, clown dives that ever existed. It's called a, a baby catch, and it's always fun to be the base of a baby catch, especially with new divers. Every time I caught, I think you're talking about uh, Shayna. Every time I caught her, I'd say something like, "Oh, my foot slipped." <laughs> or, or you better grab on or like I would mess with her and usually hear her like gasping into the water
0: but uh, I was holding on to her so she never drowned that's uh, like was, sorry. a buddy of mine back in the 80s when uh, uh, bungee jumping was first coming around <clears throat> this buddy of mine went bungee jumping and he did the first jump and he, he dove out and, and it went great and he really enjoyed it so he wanted to do it again and the guy that was running the bungee jump game thing there, I don't know if it was an affair or what, he said, hey, this time, why don't you fall out backwards, you know, and just like the Nestlé Plunge, a TV commercial we used to have back years ago. And, uh, and so my buddy said, all right, that's great. So he got hooked up in the bungee thing, and he's standing right there on the edge of the platform. He said, I started to go back, and just at the point that my weight hit the point of no return, that guy went Oh my God, wait. <laughs> he said that was a much more thrilling ride than the first one. He's like, Huh, huh, huh? Oh man. What happened? So like one of my favorite videos you watch online is those ones where the people are in those slingshot rides. And the guy will always go right before they take off, hey, is your buckle on right? Boom. And then I set him up. <laughs> That's just mean. It is. It's terrible. Well, let's take another quick break for a word from our sponsor, coffeeandsugar.com. And today's episode is brought to you by coffeeandsugar.com. That's K-A-W-F-E-E-A-N-D-S-U-G-A-R, coffeeandsugar.com. Home of Granny's Hillbilly Coffee, some of the best coffee you'll ever drink. If you use promo code HOLLER at checkout, you'll save 15% off orders of $29 or more. Visit coffeeandsugar.com and tell them the hillbillies in the holler sent you. And we're back. So Gator is now on the Redneck Comedy Bus Tour we don't want y'all to get confused it's not Gator tour with an o like the alligator it's gator with an er and he understands that that's not how gators usually spelled <laughs> but people think well he's a water guy he does all those dive shows it must be something to do with that but what where'd you get that name gator
1: oh lord all right well i'm gonna go ahead and warn you it's the stupidest story you might have ever heard <laughs> but when i was a uh, I used to ride the car with my daddy. You know, as little boys will do. And uh, one day, my daddy says to me, "Son, it's time." I said, "It's time." He goes, "Yeah, it's time." And I went, "All right, what's the time for?" And he goes, "Son," and, and mind you, he was talking to me because I'm his son. He goes, "Son, it's time for you to start riding up front with me." And I said. Dad, I, I already right up front with you. and say, yeah, but now you can stop ducking down when we drive past cop cars. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: okay. So we had this long driveway. There's a gate right there at the end of the driveway. And, uh, you know, somebody had to get out and open the gate. And he goes, son, still me, son, go ahead and get the gate. I went, but I don't want to get the gate. He said, you got to get the gate. And I said, but I don't want to get the gate. And he got real quiet, that scary dad quiet. And he goes, son you can get the gate or you can get a whooping so I got the gate <laughs> and but uh, I was a little bullheaded when I was a kid every time we got to this gate I'd fight him on it and then every time it ended with that son get the gate or get a whooping and by the time I was probably six or seven he just shortened it because he knew it was coming He'd go gate or whooping and that's
0: it. You could have been <laughs> called whooper if you hadn't done, got the gate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, we knew it was stick one day. Uh, we, we were eating dinner in the kitchen and he goes gator and stopped. And Well, that ain't right.
0: Ah, uh, heck, just give me the salt. And, uh, yeah, it's been gator ever since. That's awesome. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're, I tell you what, I'm looking forward to coming and riding one of your tours and seeing what you do. I, <clears throat> haven't had a chance to do it yet, but I'm going to soon. Um, so, uh, w- any other really cool stories from your years on the road?
1: Ooh, cool stories. Uh, I mean, it's it's hard to pick any. I've I've worked with uh, two different Olympians. I've worked with five NCAA champion divers. Uh, worked with three different world record holders. Um, right now there's a guy, uh, he's on the biggest show or the big show, um, goes by the name Professor Splash, uh, but he was Darren to me. He was my manager for a while. He, uh, he holds the record for the highest dive into a foot of water and that is just really something to see. Like, I think I have a good belly flop, but that guy's the king and, uh, I worked under him for a summer. interestingly enough that was the summer i like i've got stories from towns all over the country about me getting hurt greensboro north carolina tried to kill the gator and uh mr professor splash was there with me for that one uh for that whole summer and uh he he was an interesting guy i'm glad i got to to work with him he's from colorado and uh just this just cool front of people and uh doing things that people tell you, you maybe shouldn't do uh, if you think
0: you got it get it I saw a guy on TV not too long ago um, doing um, I won't say it was 40 feet maybe been a little less than that but into about 18 inches of water and I had always heard about those acts growing up that they're you know this guy's gonna dive 47 feet into a damp sponge um, <laughs> um, and
1: was it an older
0: guy that's who I'm talking about. It might have been. Um, uh, I don't remember him being particularly metal in the way he presented himself, but yeah, he was, he, uh, but he did this thing and, and he talked all about the mechanics of it and everything. And honestly, I thought, you know, that's gotta be, I, I had always heard about those acts, but I thought that's gotta be baloney. There's no way you can do it. And he w- talked about the physics of how it works and everything. And, and he did it, and I watched the guy do it on TV. Sure enough, he went into from this big high dive platform down into a pool that was 18 inches deep, and he belly flopped and had his hands and his legs spread out in such a way that it dispersed the the uh, the impact, and he survived it. I was dang, the dead gumdest thing I'd ever seen
1: i'm pretty sure we're talking uh, his name is darren taylor but he uses the stage name professor splash and uh here's a story for you back in 2008 i was doing a clown diving exhibition for the grand prix of diving right before the beijing olympics and uh he was there i was there there's some phenomenal people from diving's history as well as the best divers in the world and uh, I scared a couple of of big names I won't call them out and embarrass them Uh, but Darren was actually looking at getting out of that record and had said to me like you know you'd be perfect for this you should give it a try maybe I would be perfect for it we're at the international diving hall of fame pool that has a full facility so i'm like well it's about 10 meters into that little pool there there's a 10 meter platform let me give it a whirl i set it up i hit perfect and i woke up on the side of the pool i went okay well that must have been a fluke y'all over the course of three days i tried that belly flop five times and i knocked myself out every single time and I, just, I did the last one and uh that one I came to in the water with a lifeguard and he he was very tender and gentle with me uh, but I got out of the pool and I walked up to Darren and I went so I'd be perfect for this huh and he goes I thought you would be I, went, I think I can find better ways to make my name for myself this just it ain't for me
0: amen to that uh, well B- boo boo just pulled up the video from the go big show and the, yeah that is the same guy I saw oh
1: <laughs> uh, yeah he- man he he loves his craft and uh before him so get a little bit into history if i may yeah um so he took the record from a guy that went by danny cosmo and danny cosmo had this uh methodology where he'd be on the perch and he'd get as low as he could and just kind of slink off the perch well darren's been doing high dive shows you know for 20 years by the time he went for this record, and he goes, that just looks terrible. And if you watch him do it, he he calls it the front dive that never happens. And he sets up a front dive, beautiful, like Acapulco cliff diving front dive, and then just never kind of makes it to his head, and
0: whack, right at the bottom. Wow. That's insane. Oh, yeah, he's a rock star. Can't even imagine doing something like that. Did you ever have family members, or in some cases, loved ones take you off to the side and try to talk you out of this stuff?
1: <laughs> uh, quite a few. Uh, they they stopped when I was probably about 22, 23, and I, it had become clear. Uh, I did my first show kind of on accident and just fell in love with it and just just kept on going, and I had... My mom and dad, aunts and uncles, I had cousins going, you have to stop doing this. You can't do this for any length of time. It's so dangerous and you're going to get hurt. Well, they were right about part of it. It was dangerous and I did get hurt, but I just, I don't know, it was thrilling. I couldn't stop.
0: Wow. Well, Gator, it's been a blast talking with you and uh, having you on the, the show and, uh, it's going to be awesome having you as a part of the Redneck Comedy Bus Tour. I hope that folks have gotten a flavor for you and your method of comedy and how how willing you are to put yourself out there for the good of the show, no matter the cost, for your entertainment. <laughs> and what we do is a little dangerous. not nearly as dangerous as what you did used to do, but you are still standing up backwards on a bus moving 35 miles an hour down the road. <laughs> I had a lady flip out on me the other day. You better sit down. You better sit down. She was a school bus driver. Oh, okay. I said, Ma'am, I have to stand up. It's the way it works. I got this handle to hold on to. Uh, I was
1: gonna say, hang on lady, there's a speed bump coming and there's a trick
0: I've been dying to try. That's awesome. Watch this. Well, folks, thanks for listening to the show, taking time away from your busy podcasting schedule to listen to our podcast. We know that everybody has a podcast these days. We're the last ones to the party. But we're glad that you stop and listen. Uh, if you are interested in Hillbillies in the Holler uh, or Buford mer- merchandise, you can go to com or meetbuford.com. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok as Meet Buford and Hillbillies in the Holler. That's Hillbillies with an I-E-S, and Holler is H-O-L-L-E-R. We've still got some videos that are going viral on uh, Facebook. we got one of uh, Me Chasing the Bear Away that's up to almost 7 million views now in about two weeks. And uh, <clears throat> we've got a bunch of other ones, so check those out. and um, If they want to ride with us, hang out with us. Go to the RedneckBus.com. You get tickets to come hang out with uh, any one of us. You uh, never know who you're going to get, and I guarantee you no matter which one it is, it'll be a different show than the other ones. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, thanks so much for being with us. Y'all come back next week. In the meantime, I'm Buford. I'm Boo,
1: And I'm Gator.
0: Y'all be good to each other. You've been listening to Three Hillbillies on a Couch, live from downtown Boogertown. You can follow us on social media at Hillbillies in the Holler, at Moonshiners Life, and at Meet Buford. Y'all come back now.